0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Freely Becoming with Chelsea and Carly. We have like a new name, like and now Chelsea's added to the name. Like, I'm so excited. Woo! We have like we- our official partnership. Yes, uh, I am so excited. I'm so glad that we're officially work wives. And I've been saying that, but now it's official. It's official. Um, and then, yeah, I'm excited that this is like our first like podcast as this being official. I know and my
1: name's on the logo. You guys yes. check it out by the way. It's really cool.
0: Um, my friend Haley from the second episode is the one that designed it, and she's so talented and like can just like change things on a whim, which I really appreciate because I'm always Same. changing my mind. So you are um, you
1: keep changing the Instagram handle, and like Carly, change this one more time and see what happens.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. I text Chelsea and I'm like, oh, I changed it again, and it's like Instagram just every have to day. Stop me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, on that note, um, we have a special guest with us today, the lovely Lauren in gold hello hi lauren
2: i am so excited to be here thank you guys for having me
0: thank you for coming i'm so excited to talk to you you were the first person i ever had a birth chart reading with like and learned mm-hmm. about astrology in my chart and like i just love your energy i feel like we talk about you every episode oh, too I really like do.
1: lauren's our mom basically
0: yes I'm so she's surprised. so sweet
1: and has the best advice and I still I actually was thinking about this yesterday I still need to book a chart reading with you because I know nothing about my chart yeah. but this is what we're going to talk about today and I'm really excited. yeah we
2: can get into it and I I mean I am just so excited I feel like these amazing women that have come out of these groups are just so talented and it's it's an honor to be among you I'll say that. oh thanks.
0: our chaotic podcasts.
2: <laughs> my favorite kind
0: yeah, exactly. So um I really wanted to just like, I don't know, tell us a little bit about you and like kind of how you got started and why birth charts, because that's not your day job. Like no. that's not what you typically yeah. do.
2: You know, it's so funny. I don't know why I've always been drawn to the spiritual, the mystical, the different. Um I guess we're all kind of here because we have that in common um, when I was really little, I went to elementary school, you know, middle school with a friend and her mom was really funny and kind of kooky and would always like make fun of us, ask us for our birthdays. And would kind of, it was almost like a magic trick, right? Like she wanted to kind of wow us with astrology in in, when I was little, you know, fourth grade. And she'd say, Oh, what's your crush's birthday. Right. And she'd let you know if you were compatible. And I was, so fascinated. And every time I would go over, I would just talk to her and I would want to learn about it. Um, this is like long before, you know, there were forums and blogs online about all this stuff. Um, and maybe I'm aging myself there, but no, you're not.
1: Cause <laughs> I am right there with you. So it's okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I, I mean, I kept bugging her about it like through, like high school and college. And at one point she said, You know what, Lauren, like if you think I'm good, you should talk to my astrologer. And so I started, you know, seeking out spiritual guidance, going to other astrologers, just learning. And I, I think at one point I realized like I had been reading about it so much that I really was pretty well versed. And wow. I mean, so it, it's just kind of always been something that I've done. So in terms of like how long I've officially studied, it just feels cumulative and there's so much misinformation out there, but also you can kind of pick up something from everything. Right. So at this point, like I have no formal education, although there are programs you can go through. Um, and it's just become something really fun that I do on the side for friends and family and friends of friends and whoever else, uh, just to really, the goal being to provide guidance, um, and I think maybe some validation and understanding about who you are and mm-hmm. and why you are the way you are and maybe some of the lessons that you're meant to be learning on, in this lifetime, right? Or or on this path, so to speak.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you uh, ever watch the Walter McCardo? Maca- Did you watch that no, Netflix but I documentary? Watched it. I haven't either. Oh, my God. You need to watch it because – Whenever you're talking about your friend's mom, I automatically thought of that, like that afternoon special of like, everybody be quiet, we have to listen to our astrology real quick, like Walter's on TV. And um, the, the documentary itself is beautiful. I was sobbing because it exactly what you said. He was like, I just wanted to guide people and like offer guidance and like spiritual advice to people and it it kind of became a little gimmicky and he kinda of got used a yeah. little bit and it became unfortunate. Right. But it was so, uh, it's so good. I highly recommend it, um, especially to you, Lauren, because I think it's just so beautiful. I don't know. It's very, I just love, I love it yeah, so much. Know, I love astrology. I, it's. It is. I, I
2: love it. I love it as a, as a language or um like a medium, mm-hmm. right? Like if you think about it, mm-hmm. why are we all here? Okay. Like we're going deep already now, but Oh man, this is gonna be good. (laughs) We're all, I think we're all here to give our gifts to the world, right? And like, your gift could literally be working as a cashier at a gas station. You, in some small way, are helping people, right? You're giving people their change, you're helping them get their snacks, or helping them pay for their fuel so they can go on their way and live their lives. And like, in some small way, you are giving back to the world and the universe, and you are a cog and a very small wheel and a very large machine. And I try to keep that in mind, right? When we're all bored at work. (laughs) Um, That- (laughs) Every But in some way, like, we're all just trying to help um, the world turn, I think. And if the goal if if reading tarot or reading birth charts can help someone um, come to terms with who they are or what's going on in their life um, in some way like to me that's a wheel turning and Mm -hmm. you know that's that's the whole thing right is is helping others and and getting back in a way you know
1: I agree I actually think people who follow the path of spirituality and pick up these certain gifts, like whether it be birth chart reading or what Isla does with human design or tarot, I think that they are helping raise other people's consciousness. Like there is more than just this, like maybe our nine to five that we're doing every day. And it's like, there's so much more out there to life. Like this when the stars align, they like help you with your personality and your houses and everything about your birth chart and it helps you understand who you are. And it's just like, it's amazing to me that there's all these different things that we can study to help raise our consciousness. Totally. Too.
2: A tool, a tool for self-exploration and yes. maybe self-love. Um I would say self-love.
1: Yes. I absolutely would say that cuz I feel like when I first discovered birth charts and I was kind of reading the synopsis of it, I was like this makes so much sense and explains
0: a little bit as to why I am the way I am and it's so validating. Totally. It's totally. so validating. Totally. It's very validating. I think that's why people are interested in astrology and why people like relate or try to relate to their signs so much because it's like, oh, here's something that validates me, validates my feelings. It also makes me feel very unique and different and separated from the herd, I guess, or the little cog Mm -hmm. machine. So people want to feel different and heard. And I feel like our charts make us feel that way.
2: Yeah. And I think that like, You know, everyone who knows me knows that I stand on my podium and I shout about like how I hate sun sign astrology. The truth. Oh, same. Is, I mean, I, it's fun. I but I see why. Like it's it's fun to want to identify with something. Um, and the stereotypes really are funny. Like I I get it. Um, but the truth is these these birth charts are unique blueprints that are personalized just to us. I mean, I need hopefully if you have it the exact minute you were born and the location you were born because what what it is is we're essentially we're assigning meaning to astronomy right which is where are all the planets and the moons at the exact minute you were born in the exact place you were born right so 9 30 a.m in new york city on you know november 1st is going to be very different than that same point in sydney australia right in terms of like the patterns Mm -hmm. and the degrees and um the formations of those planets so essentially like I'm interpreting something quite scientific, just applying, right, astrological meaning to those patterns and motions,
0: you know?
1: No, absolutely. I'm trying
0: to be more open to, like, because I am a sun sign stan. (laughs) Are you? Oh, my God. (laughs) I... It's I know it's terrible. Like, I think part of my personality is just saying I'm a Scorpio, honestly, like, I think that's just all I'm known for in our group, especially like everybody knows I'm a Scorpio because I'm just so out there about it. And then I look at my Virgo rising and Capricorn moon. I'm like, I don't understand either of you. Who are you? And why are you here? This doesn't feel like me. And it's like, I know. When Lauren explains it to me, or even Jamie or Sam or whoever else will read birth charts for us, I'm like, "Oh, I get it!" And then I leave the reading, and I'm like, "I'm a Scorpio, <laughs> I'm like a Scorpio." <laughs> yes. So, like, but you're right. Like, I think people don't realize how important those like minute details are, like down to the minute, down to the exact coordinates, like you know, because the you know, astronomy isn't the same everywhere, like well, it is the same, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? The sky isn't the same in each location. Well, I mean, what I think is funny about Carly's chart and sorry, Chelsea, I don't have yours, but I... No, that's okay. I've, I've never got a
2: reading with you and I like just thought about that. We will, we, really will we will, we will. But Car- Carly's chart is funny because Carly, you actually have like a healthy dose of Libra. Like your, your North Node, which is essentially your karmic calling for this lifetime is in Libra in the first house, right? So Libra, think like beauty. You literally like work... <laughs> It's an oh you're a artist, and it's also about like making people feel comfortable, pro- providing like mediation, seeing both sides, right? And um, like that is what you do. You're always willing to see the other perspective. You're always willing to chat. You go on your Instagram and you talk about things you like or things you don't like, and you make people feel good, right? So, that's very Libra to me. Um, I think, like, you tarot readers love to jump to Scorpio because of, like, how intense and mystical uh, and, like, getting into your subconscious, like, Scorpio can be. But, like, honestly, like, you're – you definitely embody those those Libra traits in terms of, like, how you walk through the world, you know? I can
1: actually see that. Oh, like, wow. I – now that you said there's some Libra energy there, that makes a lot of sense to me about Carlos. Yeah.
0: My Venus is in Libra. So I like have unrealistic expectations when it comes to love. No,
2: it's not. But it's not even like that. It's like unification, harmony, like being in a relationship is important to you. You get a lot of joy out of partnerships, not just Mm -hmm. romantic ones, right? Like, You just want everything to be pleasant and lovely and beautiful and, you know, make things look good. And I mean, that's a that's a good placement for marriage. Like you'll really take care of your significant other. I think, you know, what I always, you know, give the advice I always give to you is like really working on your own self love, like loving yourself as much as you love others, which is, you know, everyone's challenge. that's that's
0: hard I feel like I love
1: people so much (laughs) yeah it's hard to set boundaries and to not cross like I have that too where I have like a savior complex and I think it's because I I don't know Lauren you're gonna have to read my chart one day but I'm heavy cancer and fire I have no earth really in my chart very very few like I don't know how to ground myself at all like I'm not a grounded person um but it's hard to like set those boundaries with people and not have like a savior complex and not want to help especially being a spiritual person I know we all talk about this mm-hmm. a lot, but it's hard not to like dive in and like want to help someone out. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's funny, like those little tips. I And I talk about being elementally off balance in some of my chart readings, like someone who's lacking in earth, you need to l- physically put your feet on the ground. Like barefoot. I do. Yeah.
1: I literally do. I go outside. I'm not kidding. And I walk on my lawn like with bare feet okay. because it's the only thing that grounds me. Like meditation doesn't. I need to like feel the yep, earth. Yep. And if you
2: are going to meditate, put your butt on the ground. Like sit.
1: Outside. I do that too. I sit outside. I don't care how cold it is. And I'm like, I sit on the ground. Yep or I'm just going to meditate in the grass. I don't care what my neighbors think, like whatever. And even
2: like warm foods. Like I think I've told Carly Carly this before. Like warm grounding, like root vegetables, like potatoes, right? Oh,
1: Lauren, you like potatoes.
2: We're all about (laughs)
0: potatoes. We're all about
2: Um, it. Okay. I mean, just to give everyone context who's listening, like I am pregnant right now and (laughs) I have really, really been obsessed with potatoes for the whole pregnancy. But I swear, even if I wasn't pregnant, I would, I would be, I would be recommending them because, you know, a lot of like wellness right now is, Ooh, get your acai bowl and here's your smoothie. And here's your, you know, your, oh, cold. your cold ginger shot. And I, I support that. However, like that is not earthy grounding food at all. Like I want you to have lentils and stew and something warm, right. To literally bring you back down to, to earth, you know?
1: Sounds so good right now. I'm looking out my window and it's snowing.
0: And I'm like, now I just want to have like stew. Like someone needs to make me stew and just drop it off. Oh my God. Whenever I need to be grounded, I will always make like a pot roast. And it's like, uh, like the carrots, yes. the potatoes, oh the God. onions, the, and I know you're vegetarian Chelsea, but I'm sure there's like a vegetarian version of the
1: meat in it. But like the,
0: the vegetables marinating in stew is my favorite part. Yep. Oh, yes. Oh. I should make pot roast tonight, even though I don't have any of the (laughs) ingredients. I know. I need to make soup tonight, but I'm also too lazy to cut vegetables. That is slow cooker. Just throw it all
2: in a slow cooker.
0: Yeah, I could. I am obsessed with my air fryer, but the problem is, like, I don't want to cut my potatoes because, (laughs) like, I love putting any type, red potatoes, regular potatoes, uh, oh my god, sweet potatoes, highly recommend. (laughs) yeah <laughs> in an air fryer so good but i don't right cut same them. i'm lazy i'm
1: like but, i don't want to cut them because it just takes forever I know. I know.
0: yes it like i, I just don't have the strength season. sorry we're this is where we get off track yeah this, we're, is,
1: this is what happens exactly
2: no but it's all in, it's all in <laughs> well, service I, of the elements it is
0: Exactly. I was going to say too, you made a good point about like, if you're lacking earth in your chart, like going out and grounding yourself and that being a thing, you made a comment the other day about okay. you lack water in your chart. And so physically yep. you're now dehydrated, wow. Like which I think is crazy that this all kind of can yeah, connect Yeah. I mean, physically. it's all connected.
2: And I, you know, I originally started exploring some of those elemental um, imbalances when I was looking at Ayurvedic me- medicine, like Ayurveda is the um the medical system in india and and a lot of other countries right like it's mm-hmm. not you know it's not that woo woo or weird or spiritual um and they ground in a lot of these practices as well depending on your body type and and what you need um and yeah i i lack water um <laughs> oops and it's just interesting i'm always <laughs> thirsty i mean if you met me I am I make a huge concerted effort to drink multiple liters of water a day oh my god I, I, and it doesn't always stick with me so it is kind of interesting that I've craved mostly salty and savory foods in my pregnancy because salt um you don't you never want too much salt but salt can help you actually absorb water if you have a little um and so maybe that's my body's way of like trying to retain the water that I'm taking in um
1: I so believe that and I'm just like really shook by that statement because that makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like, I'm the queen of, Oh, so- I need to live near water. But like, ask me the last time I went in the ocean. Like, <laughs> like, I, I go and then <laughs> I just sit there and I look at it or I'll procrastinate getting in the shower. And then once I'm in the shower, it's, I'm the most creative. I have the best ideas. Um, I never want to get out. It's like, I, it, I need to go in the water and you know, none of that, like, I don't want to get my hair wet. BS. Like if you're lacking in water, you need to go jump in the pool. It's for real.
0: Wow. I believe it. So what do fire, like if you're lacking fire and air, like what is it that Um,
2: so fire? I mean, sometimes you'll notice that you're already gravitating towards the thing that you lack. So my my friends Mm. and my clients that are lacking in fire, they'll often have the really loud, dramatic, um, bold group of friends like the theater kids, right, or 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 drama, um, and that's good. They need those feisty, energetic people around them, almost to warm them up, right? Because they're they're a little cold, um, right? It, or spicy food, right? Like some people can handle spicy food, some people can't. Oh. Like they need that fire in their stomach, right, <laughs> to to activate them. Um, air, I mean, I air sign. It's it's so interesting because. Um, if you're air dominant, you're in your head a lot, right? And we need to get you grounded and, you know, put your feet on the ground and and, and go earthy. But if you're lacking right. in air, it's like those are the people who talk really quickly and they're not breathing or they'll notice that they're shallow breathers, right? They're rarely breathing in through their nose. Um, and so they need to meditate. They need to do the breathing exercises, literally shut off technology. I mean, um, talk about going, going into the age of Aquarius, like our cell phones and, um, social media, that is all air energy, right? So it's, I didn't know that. Oh, I guess
1: it is because isn't communication is an air also associated with that too? I'm associating this by tarot cards, by the way, and like swords. I'm like, that's the air element. Like that's communication, I guess. Yep.
2: If you're lacking in air, I'm like, go bird watching. I know that sounds weird, but go sit outside and look at the sky and breathe.
1: I think I lack air too in my tarot. I don't have too much air, but I have to meditate a lot. Like I meditate every morning before I start work for like 10 to 15 minutes. Because I have to ground myself, and I also think I do lack air now that I'm thinking about my birth chart. I don't have a lot of it. Yeah. I'm mostly fire water, which is, like,
2: ah, a hard combo. It's just really interesting. You will normally gravitate toward the thing that you lack in some capacity. So yes, I'm obsessed with drinking that. water, even though I don't think it sticks with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so funny. So I want to continue on with, like, explaining yes, Age of let's A start because like. I even yeah, I even had a reading today where they were like, what is that? And I was like, uh, I kind of know something, so I'm just gonna kind of bullshit my answer. So it's like, what is it? Everything Explain about more it. about I it. Know all the things about age of Aquarius.
2: Yeah. Okay. So Jupiter and Saturn are entering Aquarius, I think around the 21st, middle, middle of December. Um, and basically everything's going to lighten up. Um, we haven't been in an Aquarian or an air age, I think in something like 200 years. Right. Um, and so we're moving from just think of a world because this is just huge energy of, um, responsibility, uh, get up, go to work, uh, you know, Follow the structures, um, do what society tells you to do. And we're moving toward the quirky, unconventional, open-minded, individualistic Aquarius, right? So Aquarius wants to innovate a little bit. It wants to shake things up. Um, Aquarius cares about being a good teammate right? Uh, Caring about your community, caring about each other, um, being free, be an independent thinker, be ourselves, be social. Like it's all about the future. It's about making changes. It's about having an impact. So I do think that everything is going to be a lot lighter. Um, and just, it's, it's just a time to be more independent. Right. And, and that like new chapter, the new ideas, um, technology, innovation, like social justice reform, think about like everything we started to see this year. I think that will continue like almost fighting peacefully for the things that you believe in, right? Think the internet, like the internet is a huge, um, like technological innovation, right? So think online businesses, shopping online, e-com, social media, um, a, and us really like adjusting our work structures, which we've already done, right? As a result of the pandemic yep. um, around and mm-hmm. reorienting around like how we live. I think like what we learned this year is that um, we've shed some light on like maybe some processes that weren't working for us. Obviously, like things have been really hard and I don't want to discount that but like it's made everyone realize like wow I was spending all this time commuting to an office every day and actually maybe I'm more productive at home maybe I'm not right but maybe this has given me more time to spend with my family or on my Absolutely. health Absolutely. and so Aquarius is going to encourage us to really break down the structures that haven't now we realize well maybe they weren't so perfect um and just like go towards the new so I think it's gonna be a lot lighter than what happened in 2020, for sure.
0: When the pandemic was happening and I was doing like card readings, like that that's all I was doing. Like, cause obviously as an esthetician, I couldn't go to spas, I couldn't work or touch faces. So I was telling people they were just so like upset about the pandemic, rightly so it's a very upsetting time however I just had this overall feeling and I still do and I still say this this literally mm-hmm. was a wake-up call mm-hmm. for the world for Americans to slow Collective the fuck down. Pause. yes yes and it's okay to take a break we do not have to be workhorses we do not have to we don't owe these corporations these jobs we anything. owe them nothing um <laughs> Exactly. It's it's an energy exchange. And if they're not giving their part of the bargain back and F them, you know what I mean? Like, and so I just was like, really use this time to evaluate what's most important in your life and what you want to accomplish and what you would like to do, because this is literally our one and only opportunity to change And to change our outlook and to change our life and to realize we don't have to go into our little cubicle every day from nine to five. We can do this from home. We can do something else. We can do whatever. Like, you know, a lot of people started launching businesses. A lot of people got very creative during this time. A lot of people, um, you know started working from home and like doing their job differently yeah. or moving and you know their big corporate office is in New York City but now they're living in freaking I don't know Florida by the beach and they can do it all from there and they're living a very life of leisure while also doing their yeah. high corporate job so like it really was an opportunity for us to slow down and I feel like that's something that people forget often yeah. um and don't look at and it's really important i think especially entering age of aquarius this was a really good lesson for us to learn yes, beforehand
2: so astrologically like what happened in 2020 is okay a, a few big planets big quick quick lesson here jupiter is a massive planet it causes expansion and growth right so you have to watch where it goes because it's going mm-hmm. to cause growth right um, saturn Represents our fears and Saturn structure. Saturn
1: scares me. I was just gonna say Saturn scares me. It scares me.
2: <laughs> but it forces it forces maturity. It forces processes. But think like government policies, hospitals, um, parking lots, right? Like the things that help society kind of keep going, right? Um, Pluto, Pluto, right? Super destructive, super intense, very difficult planet that causes intense transformation. Now all three of them came together. In Capricorn, right, which is also very representative of Saturn, a sign of responsibility, labor, structure. And so what did we see? Okay, global pandemonium, like the world fell apart, right? Jupiter, like literally expanded this disease that broke down our structures, our airports, our day-to-day routines, our commutes, right? Pluto brings economies to the edge, right? Like things fell apart um, and really broke us down in a very raw and vulnerable year, right? And so it affected all of us differently. And of course, that's depending on your chart. Some of us got really sick, right? Some of us lost loved ones who've gotten really sick. Um, And I should speak Mm -hmm. in present tense because this is still going on, right? Some of us lost jobs and had to reassess our lives. Some of us lost relationships. I know a lot of couples who have broken up over this. Some people lost I do too. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so we're definitely coming out of that. But I, I think like what Carly says is a really good point. Like it, it ripped us open. It broke down our structures. And now as we usher in Aquarius, like it's time to rebuild. People were broken down to nothing. So, Hey, what the heck? I don't have anything to lose. I'm going to open that Etsy shop or I'm going to start posting on TikTok. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's like what me and Chelsea are doing. And, um, but I was kind of what you were saying. I've been studying the cards like a lot here recently. Cause I'm about to do like an instruction course on just the basics of like what each card means. And I've been really looking towards the tower and I'm like, I one of the, the beautiful meanings behind that. I know it like, there's this beautiful meaning behind it of just kind of like the tower is happening because what it is that you're not wanting to mm-hmm. let go has to go. And like, you have to it's not meant for you it's not right for you it is this structural destruction is happening for a reason because these things are no longer mm-hmm. serving you so those breakups that those job losses those environmental changes is just it's paving the way now for bigger and better things happening and I will say this we are coming from a place of three right. privileged women right that's a good who point. have not had to experience you know Uh, hardship or loss like I lost my job kind of I got it back I but that's the only perspective I really have there are some people that they have nothing it's a lot harder and maybe they don't get exactly and maybe they don't see that perspective but you know I I'm sending energy and love out to those people however I think this is a really good opportunity for people to now rebuild like that mm-hmm. phoenix rising from the ashes like now yeah. is your your fucking time.
1: I know so many people like Carly and I I opened my Etsy shop literally three weeks ago and it's been like doing really well like a lot of my friends that still were corporate like myself are opening our own businesses because we're like you just I don't know I just feel like I can't Whoa. go back to that corporate mentality anymore after this pandemic for this whole entire year it's like I care about other things than working that 40 hours a week Mm -hmm. that society tells us we have to do.
2: Yeah. And it's forcing a shift Mm -hmm. that you may otherwise not have gotten yourself to, right? Because I always talk about this. It's really easy to stay in security or to stay in discomfort. And again, a nod and a recognition that I'm coming from a place of privilege. I do acknowledge that. But it's really hard to unstick yourself from the nine to five that pays the bills, and takes care of things, and take the plunge towards a risk. Well, COVID, right? Like, really forced some people out of their comfort zones in a really, really scary way. And I think as we go into twenty twenty one, it's everyone's gonna uh, rebuild, right, and start making the changes that maybe they were otherwise um, unable to make, right?
0: Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And I feel like there's just going to be a lot more opportunity that comes our way. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it will be. But I feel like for people who have struggled, I feel like we're about to enter a time of like change, opportunity, newness, policy changes, fighting for equality, those sort of things like yes yeah there's like I don't it just feels very it feels like you know on the brink of magical like, you and you know mystical. what I mean like every
1: day I'm like I feel like we're on the edge of this huge breakthrough and I know it's going to be a lot of work and we're going to be I feel like in 2021 and like Lauren I know you can tell us this but I feel like it's going to be a lot of work but it's going to be working for the better and we're like on the brink of this like awakening yes. almost yes. like I feel I it I feel it. it and especially in the tarot readings I've had like I keep getting the full which is like new yes. beginnings for people and I'm like we're you're on the brink of something. Just hold on. Like we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah.
2: I also think like, so a couple of these things that are happening, Jupiter and Saturn are also going to be squaring Uranus, which has been sitting in Taurus for quite some time. Um, So again, uh, I think unexpected changes or innovations around online industries like that will to be a focus mm-hmm. just because we're getting the vaccine doesn't mean we'll be completely out of the woods quite yet so I think that aligns um but yeah it is a time to think about the community right not just you how are we all living how are we all working together um a- a- again like ditching the commute right Aquarius loves anything new I think about the new administration that's coming um, so excited. For changes yeah I think I I, I think the dust is going to settle around the drama of the election um and it's just, it's time for change. So if if that gives someone hope, whoever's listening, like this is, if you're looking for a sign, this is it, that you you should go forth and conquer and, and be creative next year because the stars are in your favor.
1: Do it. Seriously do it. like. Op- I hate to talk about myself again, but opening my own Etsy store has just been so like invigorating and like starting your own business or like doing something that you love. I've even picked up jewelry making because I've been so bored <laughs> in quarantine
0: Oh my God! Please God, make will. me jewelry. I'm obsessed I love with people too. who Listen, make I have jewelry. No I, jewelry. I
1: like her crystal. Oh my God! To
0: compare <laughs> to what I've
1: been making, but like, just anything to just get your creative juices flowing. And it's like maybe one day I'll sell like enchanted jewelry and do all that fun stuff. But it's like just find something that you want to do and that you love to do, and like you never know what can come of it.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I understand where you're coming from, Chelsea, and like. Doing the lives, just the tips, and people would send me a dollar, three dollars. Like, but when you add that up, oh my god, I have thirty dollars, I can fill up my gas tank, I can go get dinner for the week. Like, I'm Gucci. Like, so um, I think like you just kind of this virtual stuff is very, is. I think, going somewhere. And like you can do Ryan does Reiki virtually and you can feel Ryan touching you, but she's all the way in California with chart readings we don't need to be in front of Lauren for her to show us our chart she can just show share the screen card readings i don't even need to see you like i don't even need to talk to you i could just pull some cards make a I've video and say here so is I'm the energy I pick ones up. Ones are so, like yeah
1: off, i know a lot of people like try to book with us and like we do work other jobs and i i want to this is my formal apology for anyone that's reached out to me recently i've been so busy but like pre-recorded still the same as doing a live. Like I still pick up on energy, Carly, you're still picking up on people's energy. Like we can read that way too. And I think like that's yeah. kind of life changing for me. That's why I'm able to do my business. Cause I can do those things now.
2: So I want to acknowledge something though, that's coming up here, which is okay. Carly's example, the pandemic, Pluto literally destroyed your income, right. And, and broke you down, right. And no one to rely on, which Uh is very scary. And what happened? You innovated and you relied on technology and alternative forms of thinking, tarot, right? Um, To connect with a community that has then sustained you, right? And so that in and of itself is very much what was supposed to happen this year, astrologically, right? And now you're relying on technological innovations, like this podcast, right? Or your branding or all this stuff now to to rebuild. So I just want to acknowledge that. The second thing I want to acknowledge that you both said is that like, and this goes with what I say is like the stars incline, they don't define, right? So the environment was set up for all of this, right? Okay. So fate, right? Okay. The planets did this thing. Mm -hmm. You both have now had the free will to make something of it, take the plunge, take the risk, go on the, go on the live or record the thing or pull the card and share. Right. So it's like, it's like the environment gets set up for you. The energy is there. And then you as an individual have a decision to make on what you're going to do with it. So kudos for responding Mm -hmm. right to the energy that's been set forth to make positive change, you know?
1: So what you're saying is the energy's been yeah. set up, but some I just people... want to make this clear because I think people think things are just going to happen for them, but you need to actually do the work on your end. Right. And I think that's the point Lauren's trying to make is like we, mm-hmm. Carly and I took the free will and started a business. Yes, it was scary. Yes, of course, you're afraid of judgment because you're in spiritual work, whatever. But you need to like take that and run with it. Yes, the planets right now are aligned, but it doesn't mean something's just going to fall into your lap and be like, here you go. Like that's you right. have to do the work.
2: It's fate and free will. Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I remember there was one time, this is a little off topic, but on topic, I was talking to Megan. She did like a little poll for me. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to like let things happen how I tend to do. And she's like, Carly, you need to stop living that way. Like you kind of need to like start making decisions and like having free will. Like fate's not always just going to allow things to fall into your lap. And I think that's important is, um, again, we – we just started, I couldn't just sit at home. You know what I mean? I have to do something. I'm bored. I have ADHD. I'm a Scorpio. I am antsy. I have to do something. I found tarot. So it just, it, it almost fell in my lap, but I also had to push myself to do it and put like intent behind all of it. So, you know, it's not just because the stars say 2021 is going to be a good year. Doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be a good year for right, right, you. If it. you don't make it a time good to year. get off you your know? parents' like, couch
1: Put the yeah. Netflix series down.
0: Like, <laughs> that was me.
1: I was sitting there. I'm not even kidding. Watching yeah. TV series after TV series. And one day I just got up and I was like, what am I doing? Like, I can't just sit here and not do anything. Like I need to start a business. Like, let's do something. Like, let's get excited and passionate about something and let's put it out there on the internet. It could be anything. Anything. i won't
2: judge you if you're just watching the great british baking show like i am tonight. that's the best show <laughs> so. it's weirdly very soothing for me so i won't judge you if that's what you need to do right now but I, the planets are in your favor. If you are ready to start something new is what I'll say.
1: Let's go start something new. I'm trying to inspire people. Cause I just think it's been a really, really tough year. And I know we can kind of all get sucked into that mentality where it's like, mm-hmm. I just want to sit on the couch and just hide until everything passes us by, but don't let this pass you by Aquarius, like the age of Aquarius. When was the last time it happened? Was it like the I can't remember. I was reading online, and wasn't it like the age of the Renaissance too? Like the age of Aquarius? Yeah. Or did I make that up?
2: I think so. I mean, I'm no history major, but either. it's not my it's not my forte. But we've I been. I was one like, for a year. Just,
1: just get out there. Just do something, even <laughs> if it's like building Legos. Like I don't know, do something.
0: <laughs> Sell oh my Lego god figurines <laughs>
1: online, like just something. Okay.
2: If I have a boy, my life is going to be full of Legos. I think you're going to
1: be stepping on Legos forever. (laughs) Well, wait,
2: I shouldn't gender. They make like really cool girl Lego sets too. They do. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah, that was horrible, (laughs)
0: Lauren. No, I I understand. No, I there's like actually like a whole like side of like lego shit like people are obsessed are with lego very like Legos expensive go my for brother hundreds, hundreds like of hundreds of dollars
1: star wars sets and they're like two hundred
0: dollars oh my god don't even get me started me my dad and my brother all well my dad and my brother more so are kind of obsessed with the lego star wars shit like i think last summer or no maybe it was during the pandemic my dad put together like the god one of the giant ass like uh Lego sets for I think maybe a Starfighter. It was giant though it huge. Like, they take
1: you hours to build. They're super cool.
0: Um yeah I think it was like I think originally it's like five hundred dollars but oh, he got yeah. his like we 50 love a good percent deal. off or something crazy. And then I know. 250 own <laughs> like,
2: like Lego just set. bringing this back to astrology. <laughs> 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 um, I think that like the internet what the internet has taught me, and I've been like I we got a computer when I was in like third grade. it was, you know, so cool to have a computer, whatever. I think what the internet has really taught me, and this is super aquarian, is like there's something for everyone. So I think about like Oh, eBay, you know, mm-hmm. finding that like obscure random like Lego set or that like Beanie Baby that I had to have when I was nine years old. Like, it's just interesting that you can find your community um, so easily. And I think that's super Aquarian. Um, so yeah, if Legos are your thing, if Star Wars <laughs> is your thing, support your Star why Wars I, said Legos. I don't know
1: why I said Legos. It was the first, like you could sell anything. And I literally said Legos. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why that popped into my head.
2: But yeah, just, that's everyone. the coolest thing of the internet. Like, we're also used to it now, but like, that did not exist not that long ago.
1: No.
0: Well, have you? Okay. So to take this on like a totally different path than Legos, like, have you noticed a lot of people have really been getting into like OnlyFans? Like, that I feel like is very much on brand yes. with it like the internet and, and selling and it stuff like, like that. If you
1: be on only- Listen, I respect the hell out of people that are on OnlyFans because they are making their money. Yeah. And they're just like, I'm paying my bills. And it's like,
2: you go ahead. Oh, OnlyFans like pay- Patreon? Yeah
0: oh uh it's dirty <laughs> yeah, patreon you can, so like, like, it's, it's um, porn <laughs> you can
1: preview people's like nudes or like <laughs> porn or whatever but they're, they charge for it and it's like you absolutely should mm-hmm. you absolutely should
0: yeah there's people you can make like a thousand dollars in like a day TikTok or like, like a month uh, or whatever does the
1: get ready with me stripper videos which i love by the way They're so fun. Like I love how strippers get ready to go to the strip club. Like they are so incredible to me. But she hasn't been going into work because of COVID. And she does OnlyFans and she makes like a hundred thousand dollars in like two months. And I'm like,
2: I feel like a grandma decided I didn't know about (laughs) this. I'm like talking about the great British baking show.
0: Well, it was just whenever you said, like, you can find your niche anywhere on the internet. My first thought was, like, OnlyFans. Like, a lot of I watched another TikTok of someone who was like, I none of these kinks that I do are my kinks. I just do them to get paid. Like, I sell, I sell my, my socks, like, about my used socks. That.
2: We'll
0: I, yes. And there's like someone who's like, one time I sold a q tip, like, Because a guy wanted it, like, for, like, sexual reasons, which is so (laughs) cool. I'm so sorry, Lauren. (laughs) But, like, I'm "I'm into it. it I'm learning.
2: Go.
0: (laughs) I mean, I feel like this is very Age of Aquarius, you know, just, like, selling anything, like, on the internet, virtually, connecting with people, like, doing your weird niche of whatever sexual act um
1: but not to like switch gears but there was something i wanted to touch upon (laughs) now that we have lauren on i want to talk about cyclical karma like you mentioned this to me or to us the other day and like i thought this was really interesting yes and if you want to explain it because it makes so much sense and i need people to hear this
2: Yes. So I haven't fully unpacked it. So maybe you guys can kind of help me talk about this a little bit. And I and I can't take ownership for this idea, but I also don't remember who told me um, pregnancy brain. So basically the concept is if if we are subscribing to a higher power, right? Whether that's universe, God, Jesus, whatever it is for you, if we are believing in the in this form of spirituality or, or karma. Right. Um, the concept of karma is what you put out is what you'll get back. You can apply that to relationships in your life, meaning a lot of times we get caught up in drama of, oh, you know, I've been trying to call her and catch up and I haven't talked to my best friend in five months and where is she? She's so flaky and why isn't she getting back to me? Well, I don't want to take away from the fact that, like, yes, she should get back to you. But in that scenario, you feel like you are giving more than you are getting in return. And this concept of cyclical karma is you don't need to worry that the person that you give to is necessarily the one who's going to give back to you. If it's all cyclical, then you're gonna get that energy back even if it's not exactly from that person. So to caveat, like I'm not saying be mistreated. I'm not saying be a doormat. I'm not saying don't have boundaries. But for those complicated relationships in your life, which tends to be with a family member, a loved one, a good friend, instead of wasting your energy on, oh, like why aren't they giving to me the same way I'm giving to them? You can trust in this concept of cyclical karma and acknowledge and notice when those other people in your life give you more than you give to them, right? Um, And it's made me feel Mm -hmm. a little bit better about – Um, you know, not becoming a martyr or um, not holding grudges or not keeping score uh, with certain people in my life, because I'm trusting that the energy that I give will come back to me in in equal reciprocity.
1: No, that makes a lot of sense. And like, this came up because I was talking about someone in my life that just doesn't give me the same, like, I like to match people's energy. So like, if you're all in, I'm all in, right. And like, I get so mad when people are not all in on me, especially if I consider you a friend. And when we talked about this, I was like, you're right. Like I'm probably getting this elsewhere from someone else in my life where they all, they are all in on me and I'm all in on them. And our energy matching, but just some certain people you just, you don't match with because you're getting it elsewhere. And like you said, it's not to say like, you know, you shouldn't mm-hmm. be treated like a doormat or you shouldn't be like, Hey, like why don't you ever call me back? But it does make a lot of sense.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think I kind of, I mentioned this when we first talked about it and um, I don't remember the full conversation, but I feel like I learned this kind of at a younger age. Like my mom, um, I had mentioned, she had said like, you can't expect the same in return from people. So what you give them, what you do for them, they won't always give back to you. So you kind of just have to either be okay with it um, and be okay with disappointment or be okay with well, not receiving that or just check not your ego it too. Like, if um, you why okay are you giving, that.
2: are you giving because you genuinely want to give to that person or to that thing? Are you giving because you're expecting to receive in return? Mm-hmm. So there's, right. there's an ego check of like, why are you doing mm-hmm. what you're doing? If you're doing it for the val- validation or the recognition or the response, then maybe you shouldn't be doing it at all. So, like, definitely take stock of your energy there because by no means am I saying, oh, this is a free pass to just give everything away because we as women, I notice, give, give, give a lot. Uh, but we do. But just maybe save your yeah. energy if, you know, your sister isn't giving you what you need, right? Because you might be getting more energy than you realize from your partner or your best friend or what.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah for sure I mean I just I I it's just something I feel like it you learn it differently like everybody learns it in different ways and like I like I said I learned mine very young so it's like I have a lot of friends who don't live here anymore and my love language is quality time so I can't be offended that they're not not spending time with me when they live across the country or like you guys like (laughs) Chelsea lives in New Jersey, obviously, I can't spend time with her. So we're spending time together recording this podcast. And I am happy with that. And um, I understand like Chelsea saying, this is what I want in return from people. And if that's what she wants, that's what she should seek out. But also, I think it's important to learn too, that you'll get that yeah, no back it, it makes else. sense it's just like, like I'm the yeah, kind I'm of listening. person like,
1: and I think I've been noticing this over quarantine and I'm sure a lot of people can relate Is like you are realizing who's around and who's really not right like because we all kind of can't see each other and like you kind of you know and mm-hmm. it's not even like my ego it's just I put myself all in on people and when I don't see that back in return to me I take it so personally like that's my own personal problem like I need to fix that maybe Um, but also like setting boundaries and being like, okay, well, maybe I'm not going to do all those things I used to do for that person because I'm not really like, why am I doing it? Right. You know?
0: Right. Well, I think it's a balance too. Like, it's kind of just like, you know, I've, I've gone through things like, for example, I went through a house fire and there was a lot of people I filtered out during that time because it's like, I had a house fire. I lost everything. Mm -hmm. You weren't supportive. Okay. Fuck you. Bye. Like, you know last year i life tested me i also went through similar things but were more quieted a ab- quiet about but then i kind of was like well i was quiet about those things and like not everyone can give what i want or what i need and so i have to be okay with what energy they're putting off and be flexible to their energy and what they're willing to give and i'm happy and okay to do that but then there's some energies though i will say that no fuck that like you don't give me the time of day i don't want to give you the time of day we're just not meant to be and that's okay um so i think it's really just finding that balance as well of they don't give me what i need am i okay with it am i not okay with it do they give me something else what do they fulfill in my life like i have a friend who we've talked about it before like me and her um she she makes earrings and she's lovely i love her But we both kind of made an agreement like we became friends because of mutual friends and those mutual friends moved away. So we made an agreement that we're both flexible people. We have no expectations (laughs) for our friendship. Like it was a very weird friendship agreement of there's no expectations, but we're friends. And if we get coffee with one another, cool you know, we'll just make this what we want, but we have no, we will get that into each other I if one person doesn't like to talk to the kind other. Of like,
1: like, like, I feel like then I know where I stand. Like I'm the kind of person that needs to know where I stand because like I said, I will give everything I have to someone, like, especially my friends. Cause I treasure those
0: relationships. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I, I try to make it as known as possible. Like where I stand in friendships, I think, I mean, I feel like I do, or I try to, where, or where people will know how I feel about them. I try to make those things known. And so um, I just, I don't know, I just, I like to, I don't like to leave things unsaid. I like to communicate. I like to, because I'm not like you, Chelsea. I can't, I love my friends I love everyone but I can't give so much like Lauren said earlier I don't know if it was on the podcast or we were just talking where it's like I'll send a voicemail on, I'm like hey I'm going from point a to point b and like this crazy <laughs> shit just happened And my hair I accidentally cut that off was, and like so I hit a squirrel like you know i laughing <laughs> I know but then after I say all that, then I'm like, and here's what I think of exactly what you said. Okay. I'll be back in five hours. Like you guys know that and expect that from me. And you don't really ask of anything more. I'm happy to give more if that's what you need. But I also need communication where you tell me like Chelsea or Lauren comes to me and say, Hey, Carly, I need this from you. <laughs> okay. bitch. Yeah. Here you go. Here's I, I like, of my love, I think it's you know? Ila's
2: term around like energetic inventory. Yes. Um, That's the big one. And then I like this concept of like cyclical karma when I find myself getting caught up on something that probably doesn't deserve my energy, right? I'm going to give what I want to give and I need to trust that I'm going to get back what I need to get back. It's not yeah, that's why that. I
1: liked that concept and I really wanted to talk about it because mm-hmm. it had me. I, like I said, I take things so personally in that sense. Like, when you are like Carly, I know where you and I stand. So, like, when you don't answer me for five hours, I'm like, that's not a big deal because I, I like, you've said to me, <laughs> I'm busy. Like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, I accept that and I get it. But it's like, when <laughs> I don't know, I just can't stand when people don't put this, like, and you give me energy elsewhere. I feel like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. You know what I mean? Like I'm never, I'm never been mad at you for not answering a text. I know, message, but
0: yes, I know. Well, it, I was gonna say it's the same way. Like I could message you at like a reasonable time, like five yeah. p.m., and then you don't text me until like two a.m. And it's like, you know, that's fine. I'm not mad. I'm like, she got back to me, cool. She answered my question, or like sometimes we don't get back yeah, to each other, it's and not it's a fine. Deal. Like we talk about it later, or we don't talk about it at all. It's just like. It's not. And I feel like that's what's the beauty of our group is it's almost we're learning that it's not a big deal if we don't give our all or give our everything, Mm -hmm. because what we give is enough. What we give is appreciated. Everybody's very understanding. And like we get energy elsewhere. And we know that those people are care about us and are sending us love and light. And it's like, I don't have to question my friendship with any of these people. And then if I do, if I have the slightest question in the world, Everybody knows to just, like, talk to one another, I think. Like, to just, like, go separately and be like, hey, Isla, I felt this way about this. And Isla could be like, okay, I felt this way about this. And it's like, okay, perfect, cool. We can move on about our day. Me and Isla have never had that. But I'm using her as an example. Um, So it's just, it's a very safety sort of thing. And I think Lauren put it perfectly, we have to trust the universe is just going to bring that energy back and maybe a different way or a different vehicle. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be from the same people. Oh, 100%. However, I do think there's some people who aren't worth their energy. It's just up to you yeah, to I determine agree. who and that I, is. That's why I want to talk about this concept back so. to my original point is because
1: I found this very interesting when Lauren was telling us about this. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try to not take everything so personally 90% of the time because I'm ge- I am know I'm getting that energy elsewhere. So if this one person is not giving it to me and it's not super offensive, then I just have to accept that as is. And right. It's been like really nice like these past few days where I'm like, I've accepted this just as mm-hmm. is and I'm not angry. So
2: yeah. And why not focus on um, the categories where you feel like you're, you're receiving a lot than right. where you're
0: expending a lot, you know?
2: Right. No, it makes mm-hmm.
0: a lot of sense. Yeah. I I think the energy inventories are good. Just write down, like, where you're giving your energy, what's too much energy, what's, what needs more, what is making you happy, what's not. Just really, like, reflecting and taking a look at, like, where things are going and how can you maybe redo it a little bit to make yourself feel better. Isla can explain it better than I can, but that's something I've been trying to work on because I feel For like every sure. time I talk to Isla, yeah, she's always energy, reminding me that. By the way, that. your energy is your, your
1: precious, your precious energy. And it's hard to, to fill it back up. It takes us a lot um, to fill our energies back up. So mic drop. You don't know anyone, anything.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, This was an amazing um, episode. I really enjoyed sitting and talking with you, Lauren. I feel like you definitely explained a lot of the energy around 2020, now going into 2021. um, Astrology, how astrology (laughs) can
1: literally relate to Legos. um,
0: And, (laughs) you know, yeah. Oh my God. Yes. And just how important, uh, astrology is and how it's not just like a little thing, like how it truly affects our day-to-day life and, um, so yeah, I mean well I am a little MIA. I have not taken anything? the plunge that
2: Carly and Chelsea have taken. I need to build my business, get a website, get an Instagram you all that's to come. But feel free to message me on Facebook, um, where I'm just Lauren Gold3 at gmail.com. Yep, I just gave you all my email. So <laughs> feel free to slide it <laughs> into the DMs. Um If you're interested in a reading and thank you both for having me. This is a lot of fun and always happy to participate. Thanks so much. Thanks
1: for giving us some like inspiring. I feel like planetary information. Cause I feel really good about 2021, especially now after doing this podcast with you, I think we're, we're being set up for success, but you have to, you have to take it and run with it.
0: Yep. That's the lesson. Yep. Agreed. So, well, thank you guys. Uh, For joining us and listening to another episode, you can follow us on Instagram (laughs) at. Oh shoot, what did I change the Instagram to? I mean,
1: I'm sorry for my first point of the podcast. Carly keeps changing the Instagram handle. Isn't it just freely
0: B? I think so. It's freely (laughs) underscore B. Um, so you can. Yeah, and then also yes. you can follow Chelsea. Because I don't change mine every week. crystal moon clarity. I know yours. <laughs> I don't know. It, <laughs> it changes. It depends on my mood that week. So I don't think mine's gonna change anytime soon, but we'll see. Uh, so anyway. Don't forget to leave we'll us a five star review and the, um, um have a good one. Apple store or apple podcast place.
2: <laughs> like, rate, and review this podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're trying to get KFC to sponsor. Yes,
0: exactly what Lauren said. If Lauren's doing it, oh yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, did you see this? No, we need to end this podcast. But KFC and Lifetime are coming out with a movie on Colonel Sanders' podcast. So it's a wrong review (laughs) about KFC. (laughs) Thanks.
1: Bye everyone. Bye.
0: Awesome. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.